Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to Malik al-Maut, May yabaqa, who remains? And Malik al-Maut says, Ya Allah, Anta, wa Ana, wa Jibreel, wa Mikail, wa Israfil. Allah says, I met him, go give death to them. He goes to Israfil, and he gives death to him, and he gives death to Mikail. And then Jibreel alayhi salam is in sajda, and he pleads his case, and he says, Please turn to Allah. I have been loyal to Allah, and I have served with diligence. I am afraid of Allah. I'm afraid of this moment. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and Malik al-Maut will say, that it is not possible. I need to take your soul. And the soul of Jibreel will be extracted. And Jibreel will, 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 will scream so loudly that had there been no trumpet blown, had there been no angel of death, everything in creation would have ceased because of the sound that is emanating from Jibreel alayhi salam. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks Malik al-Maut, who remains? Trembling, stuttering, stumbling. Malik al-Maut says, Ya Allah, Ana wa Anta. And Allah says, it cannot be. It is only I. Oh, Malik al-Maut, give yourself death now. So Malik al-Maut then extracts his own soul and he feels the pain and he screams and he says, if I knew how painful it was, I would be more gentle on the believers and I would be more harsh on the disbelievers. Then Allah claims and Allah exclaims, He says, He says, Where are the kings? Where are the wealthy ones? Where are the social media icons? Where are those that thought they were big? Where are those that thought that the world revolved around them? Allah says, to whom does dominion belong today? To I and I alone. Then Allah has Israfil resurrected. Then the trumpet is blown the second time. And all of creation is reconstructed before, before the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the sun is born is the plane. That is where we all will be gathered. That is where the day of judgment takes place. It is at that location when the sun is a hand span away and people are sweating in their sins, some to the ankles, some to the kneecap, some to their shoulders, some drowning in their own sweat and choking in their own sweat. That is on their sin. And there will be no shame. Every one of you here, youth who are nurtured in Allah's way. That's how you guarantee your place. Rajulan, dhakar Allah, wafabat ayna, remembering Allah when no one's watching you and having tears trickle down. The only thing that can extinguish the fire of hell is a tear from the eye. A tear from this eye can extinguish the fire of hell. For yourself. People will grow vexed. You know when you have to wait a long time? And I was telling people that six hours at the airport, eight hours driving, we start going impatient. On the day of judgment, on the day of judgment, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, People will, time is relative. If you're enjoying a gathering, 
it goes really fast. And if you're not enjoying it, it goes really slow. And that's time. When you want it to last, it doesn't. And when you want it to be, be over, it stays. We don't want to leave. If we could add more hours into our day, we would. But that's not how it works. The 24 hours are same everywhere. It's just subjective. On that day, some people will feel the day of judgment as long as 50,000 years. Standing, no seat. Drowning stench of their sweat. And some will feel it as two rakats. Probably not the ones who are in our dinner who will love while having their two rakats. They'll feel it for a few minutes. But people will say, you know what? We're so vexed. We don't care anymore. Whether we go to hell or not, let's just get the Day of Judgment started. So everyone will run to Adam and they will say, Anta Abuna, you're our father. Allah created you and fashioned you with his own hands. Talk to Allah and ask Allah to start the Day of Judgment and the Reckoning. And when they get to Adam Adam says, Nafsi, 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 Nafsi. I'm worried about my me. I'm worried about me. I ate a fruit that Allah forbade me accidentally. And I'm scared to stand in front of Allah today. He didn't find fortitude in his decision. How much haram do we eat? That halal fatwa doesn't change what the reality is. The halal fatwa doesn't change it. That mufti or that shaykh is not going to save you on the day of judgment. If that was the case, every Christian would grab their priest and throw them into hell and enter paradise. Your iman and your deen is, your, is yours. Going back, don't eat haram. If you eat haram, change that about yourself. Focus and only eat what is slaughtered with Allah's name on it. And we eat what is pure. He says, go to Nuh When they all get to Nuh says, Nafsi, 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 Nafsi. I'm worried about me, I'm worried about me. I, Allah told me not to make a certain dua. And I made a dua. What was that dua? Allah told him that I'm going to save your family from the flood. But Allah drowned his son. So Nuh said, Ya Allah, my son, you told me my family. He's my family. And Allah got angry. Allah said, No, he was a kafir. He's not your family. Never ask me this ever again. And Nuh says, I asked Allah something wrong, and I'm scared to face Allah today. You know when Allah stops accepting our duas? When we ask Allah for haram. Ya Allah, give me barakah in my business. You have a haram business. What do I that's a joke to Allah. You're in a haram relationship and you're, you're doing dua to Allah, like what the heck? Like, what barak are you gonna get? One thing is you're disobeying him. The second thing is you're asking his help in further disobedience. Are you like on crack? Like that, when a person asks Allah for haram, your dua is no longer gonna accept it anymore. You lose the power of dua. And how much haram do we ask? He says, 
Ibrahim. He's the friend of Allah. So all of mankind, all billions of people will run to Ibrahim alayhi salam. And they'll say, you are the friend of Allah. Talk to Allah. And Ibrahim alayhi salam will say, nafsi, 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 nafsi. He said, I'm worried about myself today. I'm worried about myself today. I lied two times in my life. They weren't actual lies. They were Taudia. Meaning, when he broke the idols, they asked him who broke the idols. He said, the big one. Big one meaning Allah. They thought the big one was the big idol. When he was in Egypt and the, and the king was trying to uh, abuse, sexually assault his wife, he said, she's my sister. Sister in Islam. It's, it's, it wasn't true. It, was, it wasn't full on lies. It was three, you know, half truths. But just that much scared him in front of Allah. How much do we lie day and night? How much do we lie? He says, ila Musa Go to Musa, he's the one who talks to Allah. And everyone runs to Musa salam. And Musa salam says the same thing. Nafsi, 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 nafsi. I'm worried about me, I'm worried about me. I slapped a man and killed him by accident. ila Isa, فَإِنَّهُ رُوحُ اللَّهِ Go to Isa, for he is the spirit of Allah. My own nafs. How many people do we hurt? How many animals do we kill? How many hearts do we break? Some people, we destroy their lives while they're still alive. And Musa salam couldn't talk, couldn't face Allah. These are prophets who are scared of Allah. He goes to Isa salam. He goes to Isa salam. When he gets to Isa salam, Isa salam says, "Nafsi, nafsi, idhab ila Muhammad, fa innahu habibullah." Go to Muhammad salam, for he's Allah's beloved. He's his beloved. Isa salam doesn't give an excuse. He doesn't even mention it because he knows people called him God and lied about him. He's scared to face Allah. Because people falsely praised me. How much do people falsely praise us? And we just swallow it. We just take it. Someone accuses us falsely, we'll stand and defend it. Falsely praises us, gives us credit that we did something that we didn't do. And all of a sudden, we just smile it off and we just take it. This dishonesty. But he gets to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Rasulullah is there. Ummati, 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 Ummati. What took you so long? I've been waiting for you. He falls into sajda. And he starts doing dua to Allah. Allah in a way no one prior to him in creation has ever praised Allah. And he stays there for a long time. And Allah finally calls out, Ya Muhammad, Irafa Rasak. Stand up, ask and you will be heard. Ask, speak and you will be heard. Ask, you will be granted. Intercede and your intercession will be accepted. And he says, Ummati, Ummati, Ya Allah, what about my Ummah? I'm worried about them. And Allah says, Khalas. One third of your ummah is forgiven. Eventually, we'll get into Jannah. And the Prophet says, You see in Surah Wabduha, Allah says, Wabduha, 
والليل إذا سجى ما وداك ربك وما قلا والضحى I swear by the brightness of the day والليل إذا سجى I swear by the darkness of the night when it envelops let me do tafsir of this the way Allama Alusi the Ruhul Ma'ani did it Zulfonki I swear by the bright face of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and I swear by the black long hair of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Your Allah hasn't abandoned you Your Allah will give you so much He will give you so much He will give you so much Muhammad you will be happy with Allah Every prophet is given one dua that they can utilize and Allah will accept it the way they want. Every prophet used it. The Prophet preserved it. He kept it for you and I. When Khadija died, he didn't say, Ya Allah, I need my wife back. When his first son died, he didn't say, Ya Allah, I need a male heir. When his second son died, he didn't say, Ya Allah, I need a male heir. When Ruqayya died on the day of Battle of Badr, he didn't use it. When Hamza bin Abdul Muttalib is being gutted out, he doesn't use it. When three daughters and Ibrahim dies, he doesn't use it. When losses are hurled towards him, he doesn't use it. He keeps it behind because my Ummah needs it. And then when Allah says, I have forgiven one third of the Ummah, Rasulullah says, Ya Allah, you promised me. You're going to give me so much until I'm happy. Ya Allah, if 33% is forgiven, What's going to happen to the remainder 66? So he falls back into sajda. And he says, Ya Muhammad, irfa'a ra'sak, wa qul tusma' wa sal tu'ta, wa shfa'ta shafa. Muhammad, raise your head. I brought you today to honor you. Muhammad, speak and you will be heard. Ask and you will be granted. Intercede and your intercession will be executed. Go, go. 50% is forgiven now. They'll eventually get into Jannah. And the Prophet says, Ummati, Ummati. Ya Allah, there's 50% of my Ummah that still worries me. He falls back into Sajda. And he's there for a long time. And Allah finally says, Ya Muhammad, Irfa Rasad, Wa Qultusma, Wa Salturta. Oh Muhammad, raise your head. Speak and you shall be heard. Ask and you will be granted. Intercede and it will be executed. Every single soul in your ummah will eventually enter Jannah. That incident will happen here at Jabal al